T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. And today, let's see, today sometime after 1030, Kathy Hochul, Lieutenant Governor of uh, New York, uh, will be in touch with us. We only have her for 10 minutes. Uh, her time is extremely uh, regimented right now. So we got her for 10 minutes. I want to start off with a couple of process questions as to uh, whether this is going to be uh, data-driven, like the governor mentions. Will it be anecdotal? Will she present a, uh, a formal uh, uh, viewpoint of what's going on in western New York? Or, or will it be verbal? want to know that. And uh, so the questions that you would like me to ask will be extremely limited, too. So if you have a suggestion of something I should ask, uh, not that I can't come up with my own, but I want to reflect what you want to know from Kathy Hochul. Uh, 803-0930, 1-800-616-9236-STAR-930. Uh, Daryl in Lackawanna is next. Daryl, you're on WBEN. How are you? I'm fine, uh, Daryl. Uh, what do you want me to um, ask Kathy Hochul? Might be something that, that is very important when she uh, uh, presents it to the governor. All right. My question would be to both Mr. Cuomo and the lieutenant governor. We have throughout the state of New York probably 1,000 court officers who are sitting at home getting paid. Now, they talk about how they got to trace everybody. These guys are peace officers. Who better to do that than them? Has anyone thought of that avenue? That's, uh, that's, that's good. They're usually, in state court, they're usually sheriff's deputies. Uh, that's a, that's a, a, a good, intelligent question. Put them to use. Make them tracers because the governor said he's going to need thousands of tracers right. to find out if you were, if you were found uh, that you do have the virus who were you in contact with? So, excellent suggestion. Thank you, Daryl. Okay, let's go to uh, not Kathy Hochul, but Kathy from South Buffalo. Kathy, you're on WBEN. Oh, good morning. I, I sit and listen to these callers that call in and complain about, wow, well, why aren't they opening? And Trump should do this. And Cuomo, doesn't he realize that we're stuck in our houses and we can't go anywhere? Are they under the impression that Donald Trump's son is out playing soccer and your son's stuck in the house? Are they under the impression that Cuomo must be delighted? He's got three daughters, and one of them is stuck with her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he made a point of that the other day. Well, sure, I'm sure it's the frustration of being in the house, thinking, uh, uh, you know, coming up with your own thing. For instance, they just opened the golf courses. But before that, you probably thought, 
Well, why aren't the golf courses open? That would be easy to social distance. And finally, they opened it. I'd like to, I'd like to know, a question I'd like uh, is, when they made up the original list of what was going to be open and what was going to be closed, some of it's very obvious, but some of it isn't that obvious. Who did they talk to at that time to make up that list? I think that would be a good question. Well, I think the people surrounding them are people that have, before they got to government, had real lives like you and I. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think they were born in that office at that, you know, at that station. They were real people that lived real lives that had real families. And I think all of the government, this is not anything that we've ever been through before. This is something so unique, so different. And it's like a lot of the people that call into your show I really feel like you're you're spoiled children, and you need a good smack. Well, wow, violence! <laughs> one, one last thing is God created this earth, and He put all these people with all their free will. And I think maybe the Father has sat up there like a lot of human fathers and said, "I've had about enough of this," and gave us a good whack. So you think this could be a message? I think it is a message. I mean, what better? What has ever impacted the entire world? What? Good. Uh, that's a good point. And we think we're so high and mighty because we got the best missiles, we have the 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 uh, the best army, best economy, and all these things. And it takes an invisible virus to bring us to our knees. That's a lesson well learned. Maybe it's our father that said, "My children are out of whack." And they need a good whack to get in <laughs> here. Okay, kids, let's play nice. And play nice. Be nice. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Kathy. What do you think, Tony and uh, Buzzy? A message from uh, from God that we're a little out of hand. Yeah, you never know. We can't sit here and anticipate what God is know, thinking. We're not you? capable of that. No, we're not. We're not capable. Of, uh, can you imagine? I thought about this uh, a couple of days ago. Can you imagine suddenly being in the presence, the actual presence of God? I don't, we would be so dumbstruck, I'm thinking, we're lucky if we could get speech out. No, we're mortals, we couldn't handle it. No, I don't, I don't think so. I, I'd, 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 want, uh, I'd want somebody with me who could speak, because I don't think I could. Uh, you know who could? Buzzy, probably. Uh, Buzzy, could you speak if you were in the presence of actual presence of God? You know, it, it's like that song I can only imagine by One Mercy. Yeah. Uh, or my or mercy, mercy me. I'm sorry, Mercy Me is the name of the group. Uh, but no, I'm sure after a while, you know, I, I would have to catch my breath, and then I would be able to say something like, um, "Got any, uh, got any." Uh, Sports up here? Can you help the Bills out a little bit? Are the Mets playing today? Yeah, I would, I would ask, who designed the elephant? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the elephant. And how would you like to be out of all the animal kingdom? You have uh, proud animals and fast animals. and uh, How would you like to be the zebra? The only thing the <laughs> Oh, zebra you mean lion can, food? Yeah, that, the only thing the zebra can do is run away. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Uh, but uh, luckily, we're not zebras. I would All ask right, you, well, can you explain the duck-bill platypus, please? Exactly. <laughs> All right, Kathy Oakle will be on after 10.30. We don't have an exact time, but we do know it'll only be for 10 minutes. You can imagine how many people want her ear right now, and uh, we'll see. 
uh, we'll we'll see uh, what goes on. On News Radio 9:30, this is WBEN. Uh, Kathy Hochul, Lieutenant Governor of the State of New York, will be uh, with us sometime after 10:30. We don't know the exact time, but one thing we do know: we only have her for 10 minutes. That's it. Uh, so I wanted to open it up now uh, for you folks. I want to represent you when I'm interviewing her. I have a couple of things right at the top that I want to ask regarding the process of the job she's been have, uh, given by the governor to uh, look over upstate New York. Uh, she's familiar with it, certainly being a longtime uh, resident of upstate New York, and uh, let him know what's going on. Now, I want to know, first of all, if, there, if it's time-driven, uh, is it data-driven, as he said yesterday, or is it going to be uh, uh, anecdotal? What, what's the process going to be? It's important. Uh, besides the obvious question of when can we reopen, which is uh, a question that can't be answered in one, in one sentence or one phrase. It depends on a lot of things. And I want to know if she'll, she'll be presenting him a formal uh, report uh, on paper, uh, or will it be verbal? Uh, so I don't know. I assume lots and lots and lots of people, uh, if they have an opportunity to talk to her, will uh, be lobbying for whatever their cause might be. And um, it depends on how much time she has. Uh, I might ask her, too, where the thousands of tracers are going to come from that the governor mentioned yesterday. Uh, out of the blue. Now, somebody said, how about the court officers? The officers who are getting paid... Uh, they're usually in the courtroom in case of trouble. Uh, what about them? We have them all over um, all over the uh, state of uh, New York, and around here the state uh, the state officers are uh, uh, usually uh, sheriff's deputies. All right, let's go to Mark in Tonawanda. Mark, you're on the line three. Mark, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hi, guys. Hello there, Mark. What's on your mind for the uh, lieutenant governor? Well, first, I want to thank you uh, for this opportunity to represent me and, and people of the community. Um, I do agree with one of your past callers uh, that said she just will not give you a straight answer on anything, and I hope that changes. Um, but I don't know how you're prioritizing questions. But uh, yeah, something. What I'm looking for is hopefully something that's important that hasn't been beaten to death. That'll catch her ear and the governor's ear. Go ahead. Well, I, I think uh, something that hasn't been beaten to death because they, they just jump around it, and I'm in this situation but not as bad as others that I know, that their unemployment claims have been – I know people waiting a month. And the governor always says when he gets the, the quick question, oh, don't worry, you'll be you know retroactive from the first day. But, you know, people are out of money. People can't get gas to go get – and you can't get groceries. And you call the number, and that it just hangs up on you. And they said 72 hours, and it's been, you know, three to four weeks, and people still haven't heard. And all you get is the, well, we're trying to fix the system. You know, they took the money when Trump wanted to pay it directly to the people, but New York State wanted control of that. So that you had to file through the New York State unemployment system instead of getting it directly from the IRS or the Federal Reserve. So are they operating with that money, and why aren't people getting these claims approved? Why don't they just approve them right away and ask questions later? Yeah, he, uh, he addressed exactly what you said. He addressed uh, his reply yesterday while he was here uh, as, as being the system's overwhelmed. Yeah, that's not, uh, we're not happy to hear that. 
Uh, but I understand what you're saying, and uh, we'll see if it uh, if it can be answered by uh, Kathy. Thank you very much. One Thank you. Yeah, one, one other thing. Okay, go ahead. If can if Kathy will share uh, the governor's meatball recipe because we keep. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, yeah, that was one thing about the governor. He sounds like his mother's meatballs are top flight. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Oh, one thing I want to give the audience a heads up on. Uh, I think it was yesterday I got an email, uh, and it's it, it said um, M&T Bank on it. Okay, and, it's, and it had $200 DP, which if you looked at it would mean $200 deposited. And then it had an, uh, an internet address that you were, I guess, you were supposed to click on. Now, I know I hadn't been to the bank in a couple of weeks. And there's no way uh, that I'm going to click on that address. I think it was de- designed to trick me into believing that that was money from the federal government deposited directly into my account at M&T Bank. But the number next to M&T Bank was not familiar at all. So I, what I did is I just erased the whole thing, uh, assuming it, it was fra- fraudulent. And I'll know because I, I, uh, I get monthly statements. I wasn't expecting anything from the federal government. And that's that. Oh, 11.30 today, uh, Andrew Cuomo will be on. So at 10.30... Uh, sometime a little after 10.30, we'll have the lieutenant governor. At 11.30 today, we'll have the governor. So uh, you don't want to miss that. Yeah, so if you do get something like that, be very careful about it because uh, you'd probably say, well, I no, oh, is that what I'm getting from the government? Let me just check, and then you'll be in trouble. So. Yeah, you wouldn't get an email. You would get a physical letter in the mail if it, were, if it was something yeah, business-related to the bank. This was an email, but it had my name on it, and it had a, a number which was not familiar to me, and it had a $200 DP right next to uh, M&T. I do have an M&T account, but um, uh, I, that's what I got. Uh, you didn't, Tony. How about you, Buzzy? Did you get anything like that? Sorry, I was on a call. What was that? Did you get anything uh, that looked like a deposit to your account from the federal government turned out to be fraudulent? I have not. No, the one I got was real. I hope so, at least. Uh, But nothing fraudulent. Okay, good. Because it's very easy to be tricked into it. All the talk about the stimulus money, uh, you know, being uh, uh, some of it being uh, attributable uh, to a deposit in your account. Uh, but it was a fraud, and um, I I did not fall for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's go to um, uh, Wanda on a cell phone, line four. Wanda, you're on WB. Pardon? Wanda's gone? That'd make a good song, wouldn't it? I wonder what happened to Wanda. Help me, Wanda. Or, yeah, help me, Wanda. Uh, being from New England, I would call it Wander. Wander. <laughs> Is Wanda wandering? I wonder. <laughs> they they used to have us do those things in radio school. Sixty six pretty bits of silicate. Uh, having make sure that you um, uh, you do correct pronunciation. All right, Wanda's gone, but we do have Jim on a cell phone. Jim, you're on WBEN. Sandy, I'm glad everybody's safe at WBEN. My question to uh, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hoko would be uh, what the state is going to do about the nursing homes, seeing that uh, that's where most of the people uh, that 
have underlying health conditions and are elderly uh, need help. And that's why we have a lot of, there's a lot of infections across all of New York State. Yeah, and we just had a report, what, about a week ago of three uh, different nursing home facilities that had a, a very high number of what you were just talking about. I, I, I think that would be a, uh, an excellent question to ask. And we'll see what happens when Kathy gets here. Thank you very much. Good, good uh, question. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Mr. Beamer, how about a couple of um, uh, of uh, Facebooks, please? All right. We will go with Kathy. Different Kathy. She's not asking herself a, a question. Kathy's. A lot of Kathy's <laughs> around here, yeah. Kathy wants to know, why did Governor Cuomo get a raise However, everyone else's raise is on hold during the pandemic. Well, that's always a question. When money's floating around, it's always interesting to note that uh, it seems like it attracts things that are questionable. And uh, that that would be a a decent question to ask. Uh, Did he get a raise? If so, how much? Remember, a lot of these things in Albany we learn about after the fact, it isn't very often that we learn about them ahead of time so that we can build up some kind of a yay or nay consensus. We hear about it after, and now we're fighting for our lives, basically. So they think nobody is going to, uh, nobody's going to be questioning that. But, uh, yeah, people do question it all the time. Another, if you would, please. Yes, Elaine would like to know, my car inspection is due this month. When will they lift the date so I can get my car inspected? And is it still okay to drive my car, even though my inspection is past due? My uh, understanding, because uh, I heard it early in this whole thing, is that they have uh, waived the hard deadline of what's on your sticker. That's correct. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I learned that, and Tony backs me up. Uh, so that you do have uh, you do have extra time. It's just too like for instance, suppose you have uh, a lease for a car, and you're supposed to turn it in. Uh, most of the uh, car manufacturers will give you a little extra time, and they'll work that out. You're not going to be uh, stuck against the wall for that. We'll take a break on News Radio 9:30. This is WBN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're hearing the voice of Buffalo, WBEN. Call us now at 803-0930. Cell calls are free at star 930. And our toll-free line is 1-800-616-9236. 
Okay, on the line we have the Lieutenant Governor of the Grand State of New York, Kathy Hochul. Uh, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandy. Good morning. Yeah, I assume you are a very popular woman right now because yesterday at Roswell Park, the governor put you in charge of overseeing Western New York. I got a, I know we have a limited time, but I do have a couple of questions regarding process. Uh, is 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 this a report uh, from you time bound, and is it going to be data driven or anecdotal? Absolutely data-driven, Sandy. That's what we've been doing throughout this process. It's not our own personal opinion or people we're hearing from individually. It really has to be an approach that's based on have we controlled the spread? Are we able to handle the hospital capacity or do we have enough capacity there? And what's happening day-to-day? And in Erie County, we're not seeing the leveling off that we want to see at this point. It's still going up, the number of confirmed cases. We're expanding testing, but I am anxious to start talking about how we will reopen, because we're not going to stay closed forever. And there's no way we want to keep the economy and society shut down a day longer than necessary, but we're not going to open it a day sooner than is safe. And that's really the fine line we're trying to walk here. And I'm anxious to continue conversations with many people in Western New York, our health care providers, the hospitals, the large businesses represented by the uh, Buffalo Niagara Partnership, the small businesses, as well as the clergy and other, other elements of society that have been so affected. But I think it's important that we have a game plan to slowly reopen the economy based on the daily and weekly numbers and where we're trending, but then also just give people hope that we're going to not just reopen to the way we were, but use this as an opportunity to really reimagine what we can even do better and how we can improve society. And maybe telecommuting and people working from home is going to be a new opportunity for people who don't want to get dressed up every day and show up at the office if they can be just as productive at home. So so let's examine also how we can make Western New York even stronger than it was before. I got to thinking the other day that a good way for you to canvas the area that you've put, uh, been put in charge of uh, is to rethink uh, when you were running for office. One day you'd be at a dairy farm. Next time you'd be at a manufacturing uh, position, things like that. You covered Western New York uh, like a blanket, and that might be a good way to kind of lay out your game plan. Well, I'd love to do that, and I miss the personal contact. In fact, I treated all of New York like that. I've been every every one of the 62 counties, literally doing the same thing I did in western New York, and I love that. But we also have to stop the spread, and I don't want to be a person who could possibly be part of that dynamic. So I'm going to be doing a lot more phone calls, uh, Zoom conferences, and video conferences. And But I am anxious to get back and you know talk about reopening with people, because people have, people have sacrificed so much, Sandy. But I can't miss any opportunity to thank the people listening to this show for their courage, their resiliency, their sacrifice, and what they've done in this war. This is our war. And we are we are not winning yet, but we've also just starting to we're meeting the enemy where the enemy is. We're figuring out how this virus spreads. And we ultimately will be the victors in this battle if people continue listening to us, adhering to what they've been asked to do, even though it's resulted in horrible sacrifice, loss of jobs, frustration, people's lives turned upside down. But we had to do this or else we'd be bearing a lot more people today, and none of us wanted to see that happen. So uh, kudos to all New Yorkers, and particularly tough Western New Yorkers who've been with us throughout this process. And I, that's why I'm, I'm excited to have this responsibility to the people in the community I love so much to be able to help them see that there's going to be a, a better day, that better days that lie ahead. Uh, are you being lobbied by a professional lobbyist? 
<laughs> no, I'm I'm being lobbied by everybody in America who has my <laughs> phone number. <laughs> I got to. <laughs> I am hearing from people. You know, seriously, people that are in the wards right now, recovering from the coronavirus, saying this is so horribly painful. You know, young, healthy adults who are saying, please don't reopen any earlier than necessary because this is a horrible experience to go through. It's not just striking our nursing homes. Think about. The workers going into the nursing homes who are exposed, who then can go expose their family. And then if some family member wants to hang out with their friend, this can spread so easily once again, Sandy. One thing we cannot let happen is that we open too early and we end up right back where we started and have to do this again. I don't want to live through that. We've been through enough. I think if we open too early, it'll be worse than the first time. Now, do you have a hard goal as far as the numbers are concerned and uh, the people hospitalized, the, the uh, mortality rate and all those sort of things? Is there a hard goal you're trying to hit? We're not there yet, Sandy, because this is uncharted territory. We, we didn't know whether you know 10,000 cases in upstate New York would be considered good or bad. I mean, we, don't, we don't know. It comes down to hospital capacity. So if people are testing positive but we're not overflowing the hospitals, that's a better dynamic. That means that people are ha- they're positive, but they're able to self-resolve or heal at home. That, that's a better dynamic than thousands of people, as we saw the images in Italy, for example, waiting in hallways and in parking lots trying to get into get ventilators. And it's a horrific experience if you get overloaded. And we, we're in constant contact with our hospitals to see what their capacity is, how they're doing. You know, when do we reintroduce elective surgery like we've been able to do elsewhere? But Erie County numbers were still you know, too high for the governor yesterday. So there's not a magic number, but we're going to look at a trend. We're going to start seeing a decline, not just staying at this plateau where we seem to be in western New York, where we're not going down yet, and the numbers still are creeping upwards. And New York City, we are heading downward. That is a positive dynamic. But downward means there's 16,000 people hospitalized instead of 18,000. It's, it's still not a great number. Uh, it's 450 people dying instead of 750 in a day. That's a day. So it's, it's, this is so new to us, Sandy, and we are doing the best we can to manage almost the impossible. But because of New Yorkers standing with us, we are going to beat this back, and we're going to win. Will your, uh, what form will your re- report to the governor take? And uh, what, what time is it due? Uh, Do you have a date where it's due, and will it be written? Will it be verbal? How will you report back to the governor? Well, I will be in regular communication with him and the entire administration. There's so many agencies involved, the Department of Labor on Unemployment Insurance, Department of Health, Empire State Development, and our small business assistance. So I'm having to deal with all the agencies as well as the local officials to determine what that's going to look like. So I'll be happy to share all that once it's developed, and that's it. We're, this is the first time we've been asked to do something like this. So the governor and I are in regular communication about this and, and his team and my team, and uh, the next benchmark date is that he said that the New York pause is what we're calling this, this self-induced coma of our economy and society, is to, re, is to talk about May 15th, and that everything is closed until May 15th. May 15th, okay. And one final question. Yesterday, the governor said uh, he would be recruiting thousands of tracers. Uh, one of our callers suggested that I ask you about uh, maybe court officers, uh, state court officers, who are, are getting paid, uh, but there's nothing to do with the courts are closed, using some of them. Uh, so that might be a little uh, hint. Do you have any idea where these thousands of uh, tracers are going to come from? 
Some will be from the federal government as well. FEMA is sending some people to the state. The, the governor just met with the president last night in the White House to talk about the testing and the tracing. So there may be a plan with federal help. Uh, we also, I just so that your caller knows, we have redeployed thousands of non-essential government workers into different areas. For example, DMV workers who could not go into their office are answering phones on the hotline for the unemployment insurance. We ramped up from 300 people answering calls to 3,100 using really volunteers, uh, state workers who ordinarily could be home but are actually being redeployed to help out. So, But that's not a bad idea. Let's certainly explore that. Well, thank you for your time, Lieutenant Governor. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and go get them. All right. Thanks, Sandy. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Kathy Hochul, can you, can you, can you imagine, guys, uh, how many people want her ear right now? Uh, because uh, she'll be reporting back to the uh, governor. And uh, if your message can get through that pipeline, it, it's very valuable, uh, both in health reasons, uh, convenience reasons, money reasons. There's all kinds of reasons. But uh, we, we, um, we are glad we had 10 minutes. I wish we had a full three hours. Uh, but um, uh, some of the suggestions coming through or questions to ask her were very good so far. I got two of them in there. Anyway, uh, what do you think, guys? Uh, how would you like that job to oversee western New York? The metro, according to, you know, radio ratings, uh, is uh, Erie County and Niagara County. That's a million people. That's not counting the other peripheral counties right around it. Uh, you add it, uh, add it up. It's a lot of uh, a lot of opinions and a lot of things to send back to the governor. Sure, and then you also look at you know I'm thinking the difference between Niagara County and Erie County. Obviously, Erie County with a lot more cases, a lot more deaths than Niagara County. Uh, so you have to wonder: Would Niagara County be open before Erie County? Things like that. It, it, there's a lot, a lot of questions out there, and uh, our elected officials certainly have their hands full. Well, they, uh, they said that uh, some elective surgery, elective surgery, by the way, isn't just a nose job. Ele elective sur uh, surgery can be uh, very important to you. And it's, as I said, it's not just how you look. Uh, but they've opened that up because that's a big part of the revenue of hospitals. So they've opened that up around here except for Erie County. Uh, so <laughs> I'm thinking... Do, uh, are there any other hospitals in, for instance, uh, Niagara County besides the Niagara Falls Medical Center? Well, the Do one in the one in yeah. Lewiston. Um, oh, that's right, the Catholic one in in Lewiston. Yeah, matter yeah. of fact, my my Jeannie's grandfather was the uh, chief of staff there. Well, so maybe you're waiting for a colonoscopy. Nothing better than a Catholic colonoscopy, I say. I hate what those. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, anyway, we'd still like to hear you generally on your general thoughts of what's going on in our crazy world around us. Any good ideas? Anything you think were bad ideas? Uh, when do you think we're going to be able to? Kathy uh, uh, said that uh, essentially there was no hard and fast goal uh, for a number. It's going to include a lot of different things. It's a very, I think, a very complicated uh, issue with complicated answers. I don't think there's an easy answer on this one. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Uh, we'll be back right after this. It is uh, Beach & Company. So uh, when I uh, asked Kathy Hochul, uh, by the way, the governor will be on at 1130 today. So uh, we got a little while uh, for the governor, and then uh, we'll, we'll check that out. But when I asked her how, what form the report would be in, 
uh, would it be numbers um, or would it be anecdotal or whatever? And uh, she strongly suggested that numbers very, very important. And as you think about it, the numbers are all what it's about. The numbers on the illness, the numbers on the money, the numbers on the calendar. Uh, our world right now is revolving around numbers. Let's go to line one and Mary in Lancaster. Mary, you're on WBEN. Oh, good morning, Sandy. That was a very good uh, interview with, with uh, Lieutenant Kathy. Kathy? Yes. Okay, good. Thank you. Open. I could, you know, get on. And uh, my question was, uh, I'm, in, I'm in the town of Lan- village of Lancaster, town of Lancaster, and I, use, I do not have a home device, you know, like no, no computers or anything at home. I use, I utilize my taxpayer money. I go to the library. That's my Good. email. But the thing is, I, would, I was going to ask, or maybe you could ask or send a, a transcript of these questions people are asking. Uh, I was trying to contact our town hall and find out about the, you know, the, if, if our supervisor could contact the um, uh, county executive because the libraries, there are a lot of people that depend on the library for their email, everything you say, even in your station. What do you say? Uh, go to our website. Go to our, you know, everything you, everything is go to this, go to that, uh, even the schools. So I was wondering if, if she could get with the county executive to open the libraries for people that have no other access to computers and do it on a scheduling basis, like, you know, make a reservation and, you know, go in at a certain time because they have computers there that people use, the public uses. And if that's your only source of contact, everything is go to our, go to our website, go to our website. Same thing with the school system. You know, they, you know, I call and I, they used to send a little newsletter of what goes on, you know, uh, you know a summary of the school board reports and everything else. But now it's everything. Go to online. Go online to our. And I don't like to do that. I don't want to go online. And now I can't. That's the only thing. So I wondered if she could contact the county executive and work out something with the library system that by by uh, appointment with your library card, access a computer for a certain time, like you know for an hour or two. And that way people could do that. Everything even like the census is important, and they tell you go online. And yeah, well, everything's online. Uh, as you think about it, in the library, I think there'd be um, there'd be equal opportunity for people to be six feet away from each other. Uh, the only thing I'm thinking about are people on the other side of that uh, that shelf you're perusing, and you take the books out, and there they are. Yes. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of because other than that, the reading areas you could certainly keep a, a six foot distance. Could you keep a six foot distance there, uh, Mary? Yes, yes, they 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 um uh, they practice it now like with the computers they you know they they um you, they separate you you cannot just sit side by side like you used to before. They have you know like three computers and there's the one in the middle is empty. Okay. You go on it, either side and but the other what I was also thinking of is uh as far as this computer access uh even if I had a, a computer there are certain things that I I would not do online like the census or or um, taxes or you know like calling my sure. or anything because that is a I consider a safe a safe line so you don't have to worry about you know your data being breached. Well, that's uh, that's certainly a decent idea. Uh, what a, well, uh, there aren't as many people going to church right now. They're kind of in a little time out. 
and even when they did, I think that that could easily uh, be a distance thing mm-hmm. by uh, by having people sit in alternate rows of pews, and they're all facing forward as long as there's distance between them as they're facing forward. That uh, that could be done too. But that was my my important. I'm glad I got through to you because I was trying yesterday. I went to the town hall and there's a sign appointment only, and I was going to ask our town supervisor if he could contact the you know county executive. But now maybe she could work out something with the county executive, uh, with the you know the town supervisors, and you know or with the library. I'm sorry, with the library system. And do it on a, you know, appointment basis, and also with the school system too. People that want to contact the school board or a school, you know, and, and do something, uh, and they always say go online, go online. Maybe they could do something like that. Have access. Well, guess what? The mayor, uh, the mayor. I'm all right. The governor addressed the situation that uh, affects me and Bernadette. You can't get a. Uh, I thought you couldn't get a marriage license now, and apparently. He took a lot of heat for that when he made a little joke about it. Uh, but uh, you can get them online. You talk about everything online? Yeah, you can. The only problem with getting them online is they do expire after a certain amount of time, and we don't know how long uh, this uh, this COVID uh, thing is going to last. Uh, so we onward and upward. Hey, thanks, Mary. Thanks for calling. Yep. Can you imagine you go to uh, get married and you find out that you're – permit your marriage license expired the day before (laughs) not funny i notice bernadette is not smiling on this one we'll be back with more on news radio 930 with cheery happy news and beach and company hang in there We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.